Welcome back to F4 Let's Go. Sorry we missed you last week. We love you. Hope you missed us as well. Before we get started, did anybody watch that shit show last night? Man. Nope. I, I tried. Presidential debate. That was. <laughs> yeah, I tried, man. Two clowns, really. Yeah, that, that was, was horrible. That was I, horrible. I, I gave it about five, ten minutes. I just had to walk away. It was. That was. That was. That was ridiculous. That <laughs> was ridiculous. This is We're a, in a bad state right now. Horrible. Very, very bad state. <laughs> you know it's bad when we do a better job at debate than the president of the United States. Acting like two eight-year-olds. Two eight-year-olds. I don't, you know, you're disrespecting eight-year-olds. They're acting like two five-year-olds. Yep. Yep. Where did we go wrong? Years ago. I can give you a long <laughs> list. A, a long list, but with the state of things that are going on in the country today, that makes our pod today very, very relevant. Today, we're going to talk about mental health. You know, 2020 has done a number on a lot of people's state of mind. Some of us may be feeling overwhelmed or having a tough time explaining the emotions we're currently dealing with. Today, we're going to dip our toe a little bit into a bit of serious conversation. That being mental health and the way that it is approached by the black community and men in general. I want to take a moment and share a bit about myself first, and hopefully that'll break the ice a bit and get the juices flowing. Before I do that, though, somebody very close to me that I love like a family member has been silently suffering and hopefully, once he hears this, he'll know that he can open up and we can talk about whatever's going on. I'm going to say this not to be arrogant, but to draw an overarching parallel. If you know me well enough, then you know that I'm not just smart, I'm brilliant. I'm only drawing attention to this because since I was a child, I have created this undue stress upon myself with regard to living up to the expectations of others. Because things come so easily for me, I always felt like I didn't fit in. I dumbed myself down to fit in with my peers. I wouldn't answer questions I knew the answers to, so I didn't look like I look like a know-it-all or have to hear, you think you know everything from someone. Sometimes I'd not even turn in homework that I did on purpose. And yet I'd feel sick to my stomach for dropping a few points on assignments, even if the overall grade was still an A. I remember several times my dad asking me the infamous what happened question from dropping from a 98 to a 91 in a class. I know now he didn't mean any harm in that, but at the same time, it really made me feel like crap. I couldn't explain it then, but I now know that I started to develop anxiety around them. That anxiety has been with me ever since. It rears its head at the most inopportune times. And it even has dipped into depression over a number of things completely out of my control. I feel comfortable sharing this because I'm admitting to all of you here right now that I have seen therapists. The first time was while I was in college. I don't think I've told anyone that. When things don't go as I expect, I shut down hard. I still have moments even now where everything feels stifling and I just want to completely close myself off from everyone and everything in the world but I can manage things a lot better now and I can talk to people a lot easier, which is the biggie for me. I bottle everything up, 
All the pain of life I keep to myself. It's like a weight that I could never hope to lift even when I was at my strongest. I don't forget much of anything. I've often referred to my mind as my greatest gift and also my biggest curse. I can recall almost every moment I've ever experienced in my mind. The worst of them constantly play like a movie on repeat. I'm probably rambling a bit right now, but my point in saying all of this is to drive home one thing. We all need help sometimes, and if hearing about my struggles makes it easier for someone else to reach out, then that's all I could ever hope for. Studies show that black adults in the United States are more likely than white adults to report persistent symptoms of emotional distress, such as sadness, hopelessness, and the feeling that everything is an effort. Why do you think this is? Well, for many in the black community, discussing mental health can be a difficult subject. One study showed that 63% of black Americans believe that a mental health condition is a personal sign of weakness. This shame can lead many to not seek out mental health care when they need it. Relentless stigma accompanies mental health conditions from the words that we use like crazy, psycho, nuts, cray cray, to jokes about individuals who live with mental health issues, this stigma is deep rooted in our culture. But there's no shame in having a mental health condition. The real shame is not seeking the treatment you need to have a good life. Black Americans need to know a mental health condition is no different than a physical one. Our brain is the most important organ in our bodies and it can get sick just like our hearts, lungs, etc. Know that a person can recover from a mental health condition and lead a healthy life. Not seeking help has led to 5.6% of us dying by suicide. As an aside, about 10% of black American men live with depression. Let's change this by reaching out to those in our lives who may be suffering and checking on them. Let's not use language that devalues male emotions and instead have conversations that encourage them to open up with what they are feeling. With that being said, how y'all feeling today? Feeling good today. Today is a is an up day for me. Um, the mental health situation is something that uh, this is Ramon, and I've been going in and out with this for probably since like April, like in and out, uh, mostly by being uh, an essential worker, dealing with work during the uh, pandemic, um, watching people care, watching people who don't care, um, people who get wrapped up into politics with the pandemic situation with is two totally separate things um to be a parent and to have to work with people not doing what they're supposed to do risking other people's life my life to come home and potentially give it to my wife and kids is it has it's been tough to try to get your work done and i'm in sales so it's already you're trying to hit numbers and quotas and all that already Plus, you're trying to be safe, beyond safe, because this is a whole different type of safe that we've been going through. So just dealing with that and just being a black man in America and trying to do what's best for your kids. I have three kids, so to a point, you just stop thinking about yourself and it's like, what's next? So building a foundation for your kids is where I'm at right now. 
and I have two beautiful parents. My parents are still together and I feel like they did a good job, but they can only teach you what they was taught. So in this mind frame, I'm taking their foundation that they built, processing it in the time that we're in and see where I can build from that. It's very hard to build in this time when you're not presented the opportunities that once was that everybody else have, should I say. Um, I asked Chris the other day, I said, if, if you have, if you was to die today and you had nothing to leave your kids, would you have failed as a father? And I'm not going to take his response, but for me, that question is something that I'm pretty sure a lot of men and black men think all of the time. Because what 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 was your purpose as a parent if you don't leave a foundation for your kids to build off of? And I know it's more to more to that situation as being a parent, but I feel like you should still at least try to build that foundation because the kids might not understand that at the beginning, but as they grow up and have kids of their own, they will see that the work that you put in. And um, it's, it's just tough. It's tough. It's social media. It's tough. I've, I've even took a step back from that because that stuff is brainwashing and it becomes a point to where if you don't pay attention and catch it you'll get caught up and i'm not from the time of the internet this all this stuff is fairly new so i can just imagine being born into this and not knowing of the old way of not having it they don't know how to cut it off because they never lived the life without it so the brainwashing just continues, 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 and they get laid astray, led astray. And it's it's just tough. It's just a lot of stuff that's going on. You don't know who cares about life, who cares about money. Everybody's using everybody. You don't know who wants something from you or who just genuinely genuinely loves you. It's just a tough time just to be a person, period. And um, I think everybody is just suffering from genuine love from everybody. And I think that's the key to everything, to love, love each other. Whether you know them or not, you should at least have some type of compassion for just a human being, period. I agree with that. I love you. I love all y'all. Love you you too, too. brother. Love you back, for sure. Definitely, I I kind of on the on the same thing. I don't have kids, but just I didn't really feel like I struggled with mental health till I would say when I started my business last year, uh, around this time. So it's been about a year, and where I get caught up, like Ramon says, you start looking at at the social media and stuff, and you see people that have the same business as you, and you're like, damn, they're they're doing things that I'm not doing and they're more successful than me. What am I doing wrong? And then 
the COVID hits and you're like, damn, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm in sales, so I'm not selling what I need to sell. I feel like I'm going to go out of business. I struggle with it daily. I, I look at my numbers. I get nervous. I, I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm fidgety. I just try to cope with, my, cope with myself doing other things, but I still revert back to thinking about, am I going to lose everything that I have? Am I going to be able to afford my bills? Like it's, it's really been a toll on me. I'll get bad anxiety attacks and I've never had that before. And my, you know, my chest will get, get really heavy and it's just crazy. Uh, it really is that, I'm really fighting with myself when I know I could I could put down some of this stuff that I'm seeing and not judging by what other people's doing and just focus on on what I need to do to get better at with the mental health and with my business. I've been doing okay with COVID, but I feel like I need I should I should be at a better place as I'm so hard on myself that I still struggle with that on a daily basis. So that's kind of like where where it is with me with the mental health. And it's tough, man. It really is. Like, I don't talk to anybody about it. Um, I just kind of keep to myself, and I know that's not good. Um, I don't know. I just, I've always been that way. I'm still struggling with because, like I said, this is the first time mental health has really hit me this hard. And I don't know. That's kind of just where I'm at with it. Damn, bro. Why you didn't call me? I, you know, it, it's – I'll, I'll be wanting to sometimes I'll think about you and I'll think about my other friends, you know, to get some advice. But I'm like, I just try to figure it out myself. Like I'll, I'll hit that phase where I'm struggling with it and then it'll be okay. Cause I'll, cause I'll talk myself into doing something and I'll do something good. Then I kind of leave it alone. And then it comes back right back. You know what I mean? So I don't just know. That I, man pride. That man it is. Pride. I'm with, yes. A hundred percent agree with you. A hundred percent. Yes. Definitely the pride. Whenever you need to talk, we gotta stop doing that though. Just call me. And oh, you, I got you. And you're right, Ramon. We do have to stop doing that. We, gotta, we do. We do. I agree. We gotta talk. You tell each other what's going on, what's bothering us, and even if nobody responds, just getting it off your chest and letting somebody hear it that 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 helps too. You know, mm-hmm. it'll 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 make you feel like somebody's hold you know there to listen to you, and and if you need somebody to hold your hand for five seconds, they can do that for you. Sometimes that's that 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 makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. You know, even with my kids, it's like I be hard on them, like punctual, like come on, you got to go get it, like you got to do this, you got to do that. Not because re- in my mind, I'm like the quicker you understand the way life works, the better you'll be at it, or the better you'll succeed. But I have to remember, like they are just kids, like. They have to be kids. Yeah. So you just, you know, it's just, you just hope they catch it when they catch it. But once you figure out how it works, you just want to put it on your kids. Like, Hey, I know how it works. Just do this, do this, do this. But they not, they don't care. They have no care in the world. Like they have no idea what it is. They have no idea. Yeah. They just want to play games and have fun. Play. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. They just want to play. Yeah, so, you know, nuggets. you just got to let them be kids. Yep. And when that time <laughs> comes, Hopefully they catch it, and if not, they just have to work hard at getting it. You know, it'll come at a point in time where you'll you'll see something that when they get older and they're struggling with it, but you've been in that situation, so that's when it's you know you'll be there to be able to, you know, tell them or and lead them and guide them in the right way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, I um I consider myself to be a very, very good father. And I try to listen to everything that my daughter tells me. I try to preempt things that she tells me. I just I try to figure it all out before it happened, even though that's impossible. But it was one time that I felt bad. Kozil, you remember we went to see Black Panther? Yeah, yeah. Okay. On the ride home, me and Cameron. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Cameron. Cameron asked me a question about something that happened in the movie. And basically, she wanted to know why people act the way that they do. Like, meaning, referring to the way that some of the people were treating the black people in the movie. And I explained it to her, and she started crying. And she was like, why do people have to be like that? And I felt bad because I was like, wow, this is her first time really seeing and understanding what being mistreated is because of the color of your skin. Mm. And it made me feel helpless because there's nothing I can do about that. I can I can be Superman and pick up whatever, but I can't wipe away people that are going to mistreat somebody just because of the way that they look. So I, I felt I felt like a like a failure for for the entire ride home. And when we got home, you know, we ate a little ice cream and started laughing, watching little cartoons. And the next morning it was okay. But it still stays in the back of my head like like clockwork. You know mm-hmm. it's 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 tough seeing your kid cry over something that you can't fix. You know, Breeze, you gonna uh when I when I have my episodes, you're gonna listen to me, bro? Yeah, I got you, man. I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh well, like as far as as far as me, man, I, I I think, you know, some of y'all may know this. I know Chris knows how uh just from conversations we've had, man, I'm a I'm a believer in God, man. I mean, I don't know, you know, like a lot of times I don't know how other people what other people believe in, but as far as me, um, yeah, I, I have I've gone through my my ups and downs, battling depression and things like that. And um, I grew up in a household where my mom was just one of those types to always, she just always, man, prayed for me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and to me, that always, that always helped me get through like a lot of the stuff that I was going through. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I haven't felt the same way that all of you guys have felt. I've definitely gone through every single solitary piece of which I y'all have gone through all the way from Chris down to Ramon down to Shook. I mean, right now I'm, I'm generating my business. I have my business going and I've been doing it for quite some time. And that was finally starting to take off. And I have all those same concerns that Shook, you know, was saying that he had, but it's just like, I've, I've learned over the years and I also go to therapy. So, I mean, that's one thing that at one point it was a macho thing. I felt like, you know, I didn't feel comfortable telling a stranger my business. But when I started going, um, I just started feeling like, you know, it was it was a huge weight being lifted off of my shoulders. Um, and I've always, man, I, you know, for as long as I can remember, man, I've when, whenever things got tough for me, man, I've always just turned to God. I mean, and for some and I don't know if, you know, and to me, it, it has always seemed to work itself out. Like even in my most stressful times, I've always just, you know stepped away, prayed about it. And then it just seems like things just have a way of working themselves out. And even with me doing my, my, 
my business right now. I've had I've had like some rough days. I've had several rough days. I've had days where I've tried to do things and they didn't turn out. But I always feel like that, you know, when you do things for the right reasons and stuff like that, man, things always have a way of working themselves out. So that's kind of how I reel myself back in. I, I feel like I personally feel like everything happens for a reason. Nothing happens by coincidence. I feel like when you meet people, you meet them for a reason. They may not be intended to be around for a long time, but I feel like that a lot of people, um, that when you meet people, you know, you meet new people, any, most of the experiences that you have, it's really for you to, to learn something. It's really to teach you something. So, I mean, even with this podcast, I mean, even starting this, I didn't, I didn't know going into it how I would feel, but, you know, just because it was something new. And, um, and a lot of times I think that, you know, a part of the, the mental, um, the mental health part is kind of being scared to bet on yourself, being scared to roll the dice because you don't know how it's going to turn out. I mean, we, we kind of we come from a society a lot of times, like Ramon was saying, where we don't get – you know, we don't get taught how to get out there and, you know, just really roll the dice for ourselves and just get out there and establish ourselves as a entrepreneur, sometimes as an individual and things like that. We, we, we learn at an early age to be dependent on, you know, on certain people. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I just think that a lot of times, sometimes if you're too dependent, that can cripple you. Um, and I mean, like I say, again, I, the same thing that Ramon and Chris was saying about their kids, I do that with mine. Me and Cassidy actually had a uh, conversation the other day about that exact same thing that you and, uh, Cam, you know, uh, had a, had a uh, conversation about. So it's kind of like, you know, I just try to do my best as a father to be as honest with her as possible. Um, and just really. You know, I just I try to, you know, still let her be a kid. But, you know, like Ramon was saying, you want to you want to you don't want them to grow up being naive and thinking that the world is just, you know, lollipops and gumdrops. I mean, it's some real stuff happening out here. And unfortunately, now kids can't even really be kids anymore. I mean, I remember when we were kids, I didn't know nothing that was going on with my parents. You know, I I didn't know. I mean, I all I knew is. You know, my mom did a good job of not letting me know that her and my dad were, you know, were going to get a divorce. Um, and I mean, it was kind of like it just kind of happened. And I remember being, you know, feeling a certain type of way about it. But it was just kind of like one of those things where, you know, I probably acted out as a kid. But I think I always had something. I always had boxing and martial arts to kind of take my mind off of it. So. You know, I could talk about this all day, but I mean, I guess my point is I just always, you know, I go through the same thing, um, you know, my mental, you know, state. I'm, I'm in a much better place now. That's why I don't really let a lot of stuff get to me anymore. But just being able to talk to you guys, you know, on, on when we do the cast and just throughout the day and things like that helps me a lot. Two things. All of y'all are great fathers and great uncles. Just want to say that. And you mentioned the pod. Every time we do a pod, I get anxious. My anxiety flares up from probably starting the day after we do the pod and it progressively gets stronger till we start recording. Like sometimes I feel like held down and what makes me 
keep going though is I don't want to let y'all down. So I make sure that I'm ready to go. And I, you know, I, I, I got everything squared away as best I can because that's my motivation to push the anxiety away. You know, I want each and every one of you to know that you can rely on me to do whatever and to be there for everything. Also, um, Shook, whenever you feel like you feel about your business and you you do have a tendency to get really down on yourself and you've done you've done that even before you had your business you've done that for as long as i've known you and it's been yeah it's it's shoot it's been well over a decade and i want you to know that you can talk to me about whatever just like you always have you don't have to second guess it you know you can say it you can just say hey, bro i need to talk to you and then i'm i'm just like all in the old days i'm there yeah, you know, for sure. Too, I don't know. Yeah, me too, shit, man. I'm, I, you know. Yeah, I know. I need to. I need to definitely, definitely reach out more for sure. Yep. Sales is a hardcore game, man. It is, bro. Sales it is. is. Sales is different, and especially this time because people really don't even want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's, it's been tough. Whole, it's a whole different. You got to change your whole strategy of attack. Like, it's True. just it's totally different. But you know, one thing I will say, just listening to y'all and just hearing what y'all had to say, man, one thing I will honestly say is that, man, when you deal with stuff like that, because this is something I had to tell myself, and this is something I actually had to do myself, because when I was working, you know, at an actual job, it was just like, I was, it was, it seems like, man, when things would, it's kind of like you almost got to trust your gut feeling, right? And I'm not saying like you should, anytime you have a bad day, you should think about quitting. But sometimes I feel like things present themselves in your environment that are made to things just don't happen things or sometimes things are placed in your environment to, to open your eyes to something better like what ramon was saying you know about feeling you know unappreciated and things like that sometimes man that is the spark that you need to say hey maybe i need to sit up there and figure out a way to make sure I put myself in a position to where i can work for myself because i have a thing that i say what, what the kind of philosophy that i've heard from people say, you know, when you, when you go to a job, man, you, you know, you infiltrate, educate, and then you vacate, you know what I'm saying? You get in, you learn what you can learn. And then when you learn everything that you can learn, man, you take that knowledge and then you go do your thing with it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so that's kind of something that I had to apply to myself as well, because I was going to jobs and I was being stressed out and I, I was feeling that need of dependency because I felt like that, because that's what we were taught. You know, as kids, we watched our parents get up every day, go to work. Most of us did. We watched our parents get up every day, go to work, and then stay at a job long enough to retire. And then at the end of the day, when they retire, it's kind of like, I'm not saying it's all situation, but they retire, they, you know, they hassle you, they take a percentage out of your retirement, you know, and that's just kind of like, you know, I just feel like the things just kind of happen for, you know, things are put in place a lot of times to wake you up and to open your eyes. Because I, I know for a fact that every last one of you guys are smart enough and every last one of you guys had a hustle and the, and the, and the grind to get out there and man, make things happen. You know, I know that for a fact. Yep. 
I go. It goes yeah. back. That's what I say. Like, you you can't blame your parents. They can only teach you what they was taught. Mm-hmm. Because if they was taught to be a boss, we would be bosses. You know, mm-hmm. we would we would start young, and we would attack life different. We would attack it as an owner instead of a worker. But mm. it's never too late. As long as oh, you're no. here, it's never too late. Yeah. We have social media to our advantage too. You know, a lot of us, our parents didn't really have that, you know, so we, you know, and that's all I'm saying. I mean, like I said, again, I know for a fact, I can vouch for each one of y'all and say, hey, man, I know that if it came down to it, man, all of these guys know exactly what to do, but it's that fear. Because, see, that's what it was with me. I just got tired. You know, it's just even recently, man, it's just like I was, my problem was I was, I wouldn't do stuff out of fear of failure. You know what I mean? Because I just didn't want to fail. But then it just gets to a point to where it's like, you like, you know what, man? At the end of the day, if, I mean, like they say, you take, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So. Cozell, yeah. Yeah. you got something you want to share with us, brother, man? Absolutely. And all of you are well aware of this. But um, just to put things in perspective, 2010, March of 2010, I had a freak accident at work. Mm-hmm which damaged both of my knees almost critically. I wasn't able to walk, wasn't able to bend whole nine yards. I was pretty much done. I was in no pain. I was confused. I was in shock. And a young lady next door that had some medical experience told me what happened. The tendons in my knees that connect from your shin through your kneecap all the way up to your quad muscles was completely obliterated. Went to the hospital that same day, had emergency surgery, fixed it as best as they could. I had one of the best surgeons in the area, luckily. And I woke up and half my family was there. I thought I was dead. I did not know what happened. They put that gas in my life and I was out of there. I woke up, my mom, stepdad, father, stepmother, aunts, cousins, were just standing around my bed and I'm thinking in my head, I have died from a knee injury couldn't process it but anyway that is probably the hardest time I've ever had in my life because to give you a little background on myself I was an athlete played sports all year round played multiple sports so in my mind physically I can do anything I want that was the mindset I had like to comment on what Chris said earlier, I can lift anything. I'm Superman. No problem. And to take that away from me in a matter of minutes destroyed me mentally. Not being able to walk, having to learn how to walk all over again, I would not wish that on my worst enemy. I'm here to tell you. But my friends, close friends, the new friends I met, which these guys in the room with me right now they helped me push through all that I can't tell you how many times I laid in that bed back in Beaumont, Texas with tears rolling down my eyes because I couldn't get up and do what I wanted to because of a freak accident but like I said they helped me push through it I did rehab at the gym with these guys and it got to a point where I felt like myself again couldn't compete anymore, but I, I came to peace with that. Hey, whatever. 
you're still able to walk and do what you need to do to, to live on and get things done. So I, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you guys. Because I probably wouldn't be able to do it without you. You're welcome, brother, man. And, and, and yes, I mean sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll sure. never forget. I think this is my first week going to the gym. And I had never met Chris before. I've heard heard his name from uh, from Josh all the time. <laughs> but I was on the leg press machine. And once again, this is cozy. I'm like, okay, we'll throw about 200 pounds on there. The weight was barely moving. And he just happened to walk over there and kind of assisted me a little bit. And he was like, man, it's okay. You're doing rehab. I was like, damn, I just got to slow down. Put everything in perspective. Like, you just got to get back to being yourself. It ain't going to happen overnight. So I did have to break myself mentally. And that was probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do across the board. Because every every person in here was an athlete. One thing you cannot tell an athlete is what they cannot do. That's it a fact. Not, it, it does not work like that. That's a fact. Is in the back of their head they know there's their limitations or things they shouldn't you know engage in. But I dare you to an athlete like, oh, you can't do that. Watch them get up and try to do it. Yep. Every time, all the time. That's just that's. Even now, you know, I know. I, have, <laughs> I have to catch myself even now. Like, boy, if you do this, you might not get up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my legs hurting right now because I'm up there taking challenges. <laughs> I'm yep. dead serious. I rode a bike not long ago, and I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> I was like, God damn, just riding a bike. Oh yeah, now nah, I, I ride a bike on a regular. Speaking of bikes, <laughs> man, I started riding the exercise bike, spin bike. Yeah, and the seats on that. What's up with that? Oh yeah, now nah, I got to. Oh, they're small, aren't they? It's not just small; it's hard as hell. Yeah, they hurt. It's like sitting on a boulder. <laughs> yeah, you got to get your old cushion for that. Oh, I did, I did, I did. <laughs> Look, I'm sitting up there. Thank tonight. you, Amazon. Yeah, for real. Yes, tonight sir. I'm sitting up there trying to do a Van Dam split. Oh hell, <laughs> oh, hell no, <laughs> hey man! <laughs> I was almost there, man. <laughs> I won't, won't, won't be doing that for the next two weeks. <laughs> Say so you gotta relax. Taking a challenge, yeah. <laughs> All right, before we, young boys. before we move on, anybody got another comment they want to say? Anything? No. Well, I appreciate everybody sharing their stories. You know, well, actually, I do have something to oh, say. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, boss. When you're dealing with somebody that does have something going on mentally, there's a very good chance that you don't know, and the type of person I am up front, I'm going to be kind to everybody because I want to be friends with everybody. I want to learn things from other people. So you have to, I have to communicate with them. So, you know, don't approach somebody that may have their head down or just being antisocial or anything of that nature. Something may be going on with them and they might just need somebody to talk to be that person. Don't go around spreading rumors and saying, Oh, he's something wrong with him. He's crazy. He needs help. He might need help, but not the type of help that you're thinking about. You'd be surprised what people can get out of a simple conversation because a lot of those people think that nobody's listening. And that may be true. So be a person that can listen. And it may help you in the long run. Trust me. I'm glad you said that because that's what I was going to say. Pass <laughs> that offering put. 
pass that off and play. Hey, man, it, it's <laughs> every, single, every, bro, every, every, every single day I see somebody, it's like, man, damn, having a hard time. I wish I could just walk up and speak to them, but you know, when I'm on the clock, I don't get, I don't get that luxury. Just so, never know what people are going through. That's right. So that's why, you know, like we roast each other all the time. But if somebody seems to really get upset, we always stop. You know? So yeah. if you're listening and you and your friends have the same kind of relationship that we all have, you know, you pick on each other. But if that picking on them makes them feel bad or makes them shut down you have to stop you ha- no matter how what you, what was your intent no, it does is it, that's irrelevant doesn't matter what you intended to do what matters is how they feel so you have to stop so everybody be kinder to one another ask your friends and family members how was their day how do they feel what's on their mind and actually listen just like Cozell said so we're all going to make a pact right now to make sure that we're always there for one another, no matter what's going on. That sound good? Indeed. Yep. All right. Can, can we do so, the, three, the three ninjas, four strands of rope, or five in this case? <laughs> <laughs> you can have that with Brandon. That's a 90s movie. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was straight. Yeah, man. But you know. Okay, yep. so that was very somber. We're not gonna we're not gonna hit y'all with just a somber pod for everybody. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna liven it up for you. So we're gonna put a pin in mental health for now. We'll come back to it some other day. And we're gonna spice it up. Two things happened last week. Actually, three things. Number one, the Los Angeles Lakers are in the finals. Like I said, championship number 17 coming soon. Okay, but anyway, two things happened last week that are major in our lives, probably some of your lives. Uh, We're all very, very avid video game players, and the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X went on pre-order. Ramon, what you got to tell us about that, bro? All right, so... Everybody is linkers. So, like, when, when something about to drop, no matter what it is, somebody going to drop the link in the chat. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. We always we always lurking for something. So, either, even if we don't buy it, we just post a link. So, I'm, I'm, I'm at work. So, phone went off. Chris posted. Uh, PS5, Xbox about to drop. Wow. So, I'm like, dang. So... I'm sitting in my truck. I'm like, it was like 15 minutes left before it dropped. I said, man, I'm just sit here. So Target, that's my spot. Yeah, that's my go-to. If I can, if I can order anything and Target selling it, that's what I'm going to. So I got my Target app up. I'm ready. So it's like 9.58. It drops at 10. So I'm hitting a refresh, but I shouldn't be telling y'all my tips, but I'm hitting my refresh button. So 10 o'clock hit, bam. So it said add to cart. Added it to cart. Well, I'm going for the I'm going for the Xbox Series X. Uh no, the uh not that one, the S, the yeah. small one. Yeah. So I'm going for that one. So I added to my cart. 
you know, my profile and stuff is already logged in. I'm already signed in, red card member, all that. So I'm going straight out. So it's a, you know, ship to the house, confirm order, hit confirm order, out of stock. So I'm like, so we had like five links. Chris posted like five links from different uh, stores that were selling it. So I went to Walmart, logged in and everything. So added it to cart, checked out. It said out of stock. So I said, oh no, not today. Not today. So I hit confirm again and it went through confirmation on the email and everything. So my son now is ready for Christmas. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Good job, good job, good job. Uh, I don't think any of y'all other y'all didn't pre-order, did you? Shook, did you? Yeah, no, you didn't. Uh, Brandon, did you pre-order one of them? No. Cozell, did you? No, nah, I'm gonna hold off, but I am gonna get that uh, that Series S. All right, right, right. Yeah, I'm gonna eventually get both of them. I just just wasn't. Uh, yeah. Pre-orders aside, what y'all think about the consoles? I like that PlayStation. What? I like the PlayStation. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It just look better to me. Look better? To me, it looked like, look like a router. The PlayStation or the, the Xbox look like a router? Nah. PlayStation. It's a PlayStation? The PlayStation look like yeah, a router. Yeah, the PlayStation does look like a router. The Xbox is just like basically like a black box, right? Yeah, it's like a little a, it's a rectangle. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I thought the place. I don't know why I thought the PlayStation looked different, but I do now. Now it does look like a router because it stands on the side. It's like white with the little black. I mean, strictly from a from a game perspective, what you expecting out of this? I'm expecting a whole bunch of. Uh, I'm gonna say a whole bunch, but a little bit of chaos. Because I just have a feeling they're gonna be in demand, and that supply is not gonna meet that demand. Oh, that's always. That's always. And they've gassed these consoles up to the max. Like, oh, we're on PC's level now. We, we, we're not going to get into that, but whatever. No, get into it. No, no. <laughs> you will never, well, okay, fuck it. You'll never be on PC's level. Yeah, get on, get on to people. it. We're just going to leave it at that, and that's okay. But anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed with the uh, the hardware they put into both of them, which they're borderline identical, which which is fine, whatever. That's how it's so, supposed to be. Yeah, it works out better when they are very close in, in power. You know, you know, not one console is super superior to the other. Right. But any of the new new games coming out got you excited? Uh, Cyberpunk. That's not. That's regular. I mean, well, that's that's going on PC 100. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, next gen, oh, next gen games. Hmm. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, what Halo's gonna have to offer. Okay, shook. Colin shook. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that Miles Morales. I knew you was gonna say that. That's my. Yeah, I kind of am too. Though it is just look. It look. It looked too clean. It's the Miles' game does look good. That's probably the only game that's got me excited that was announced in that time frame. I didn't know the Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That looks good. Oh, yeah, definitely. That would be me right there. Oh, yeah, no, I'm a 2K. I'm a 2K guy. <laughs> Man. 
Yeah, meet this guy. You got to give up on 2K after this year. I'm looking forward to see what the next gen 2K look like if they really going to switch. It'll, it. It's going to look good, but I don't think it's going to play good. I'm, I'm going to see. I'm looking forward to it. I am. You know, I'm, you remember, you know this. How many console launches have we done? Every next gen 2K release, they always strip everything out and you get a pretty game but they remove a whole bunch of features and then slowly trickle them back in. Yep. You, yep. That's true. That is true. But think you think they would make another I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, uh you think they would make another God of War for the new gen? Oh yeah. They, they are. Okay. They are. Oh, yeah, well, it's called uh Ragnarok if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. That, that might be my go-to right there. The last God of War was nice. Yeah, it was, man. I yeah, like that over the shoulder uh you like no, that? I like, I like that. the game, but I prefer the old way, you know, full 3D, you know, eight-way movement, you know. The the over-the-shoulder look made it too Gears of War-like, you know. Yeah. It felt yep. like it felt more movie-ish and cinematic. That's what I was just about to say. So from that side, mm-hmm. that was fun. You know, it felt like you were part of... A, a, a bigger story, but the game just didn't feel the same. Didn't feel like a God of War game to me. It felt like something else. Yeah. It took a while for me to get used to it. Mm-hmm. I agree yeah. with that. But once yeah. I got used to it, man, I was I was rocking and rolling. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a good game. No, no, it, you know, not taking that from it. it's a, it's a good game. But Kratos games in the past were very very over the top. Mm-hmm. You know, not that this one wasn't. But it was there was a little bit more spectacular stuff going on in the older games, you know. I mean, you need the chaos blades. The axe just didn't do it for me. The, the chaos. But you could eventually in that one, you could eventually get the chaos blades. Oh really? I never yeah, you, unlocked. Like them. once you got into the story, yeah. Once you got deep into the story, it's a part where he goes back to his cabin and he gets the he he gets them uh, back. You you use them like in towards the end. Oh, see, I yeah. got it in the draw. I'm going to have to go yeah. ahead and pop it in now yep. and give it a go. Yeah, and then you can switch between the Axe and the Chaos Blades. Okay, appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like how they, uh, the little intro battle with old boy, I can't even remember his name. Yeah, I like that. I, ain't I, gonna thought lie. The, I thought the rest of the game was going to be <laughs> like that. And I'm like, damn. Yeah, I like that. They were squabbing, dog. <laughs> and then they fed you these trolls. And I'm like, look here, man. You can't do that to gamers. <laughs> what I want to know. I want to know what happened in Soul Calibur the other night. That's what I want. You want to know? Let me tell you what, what happened. Hey, don't lie. I'm not going to lie. Let me tell you. I'm going to tell you what happened. Hove happened. That's what happened. Brandon won. He won a few matches. He won a few matches. But... Hove happened. Tell them, tell them about that clean dodge on your ass. Tell you tell them when you, when you, when you. Oh spoke. me, oh yeah, man. I, I was like, I knew it was over. I was like, <laughs> that boy slipped that like it. I'm talking about it, it was clean. I had to give him props because it was like, man, don't give him no props on that shit. <laughs> I had to, no. right? He slid that one because the game fucked me over too. It thought I was Neo from the Matrix on man, you, boy. Yeah. I'm talking about that blade missed him by like centimeters, dog. I say this dude really slipped that shit. <laughs> and Shoot. I lost. And then, then what y'all did? Y'all dipped on me. That's what y'all did. Oh, oh man. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. That old connection with me. 
Hey, nah, we figured it out. We, we, we figured, figured that out. out. So we're, oh, really? we're, we're gonna square you up with that. We, yeah, we figured it yeah, out. That'll work. Yeah, we still no excuse for Namco, but we figured it out. Yeah, Ramon, you need to get on that. Yeah, I was just about to tell him that. I got the link for the deluxe. Yeah, cause boy, we play. Well, how long we play? Cause like an hour. Me and you play like an hour, hour and a half, yeah, and yeah. then uh, Brandon got on. It was on. Yeah, it's been, it was a while since we had actually did that, man. We uh, yeah. the last thing we played was um was was it Mortal Kombat or Tekken? Tekken, Tekken, Tekken. Yeah, it was Tekken. That was in June. Yeah, sure. Damn. Yeah. Hey, next time we hop on, I'm gonna load up my Twitch and we are gonna uh, give some give the world something to laugh at. Yeah, put it on the Twitch. Let them see mm-hmm. Hove in action. Nah, right, yeah. we go. I'm a, that's who I'm gonna pick. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get my guy on there. I gotta. My guy, I gotta put you know get my creative guy on there. I wonder if I can pull my creative characters from PlayStation since they're uploaded. I don't, I don't think it it links. Fuck. Hey, you know what, man? I I have a question about the other PS Five. So is everything gonna be reverse compatible all the way to what three? Yep, Was it four? I think. Oh, it's just... I think just four. Oh, okay. And then the red stuff is like um, trickled trickled in. You want to play a PS3 game? I got you. I tell you. Oh no, I just didn't know. I didn't know how far the backwards compatibility was gonna go. It don't go that far. Now the Xbox go all the way back. Xbox know how to do it. But some Sony sleep right now. I don't know if they need to wake up because no, they 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 got a they got an uphill battle now. They got an uphill battle. I guess they trying to wake up. Talking about oh, we're gonna put more exclusives on PC. Yeah, motherfucker. It's about time you realize that. Y'all can do. Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Brent. Oh, no, I was just going to ask. I mean, is it me or does it seem like more people are getting hit to PC now? Because I'd be the first to admit I was a late bloomer. It's COVID. PC. It's oh, COVID okay. related. Okay. You know, everybody seeing what their options are. Uh, a lot of people had to work from home and go to school at home. So a lot of people built new PCs and bought new PCs. So they're seeing that the gaming is better on the PC side once you get everything that you need. Now, it's, and you have a lot of options. You can do whatever you need to do. It's a lot more... Mm, it's a lot more satisfying to me. Uh, it, it, it now, is. the new consoles, they'll be satisfying because they'll be able to duplicate what we've been doing for years and that's a higher refresh rate and at a high resolution so i think the new console is doing 4k at 120 frames which is great but i don't know if they're gonna really live up to that expectation oh we'll see though i want to see if they're gonna make games that's gonna run like they don't know not until probably two, three years down the line, watch. You know how it is, every time. Look at the games that came out when PS4 and Xbox One first came out. You can't even look at them now. They look gross. Yep. <laughs> they never really made games to run on yeah. those consoles like full power. That's true. It, they it, never, would, it would eventually damage the system because people play games for hours. Yeah, that's true too. The system would take a hit and they have to keep that in mind. Yeah. Ain't that what happened to the, to the 360? Some, that, and, that, that, that and that and bad soldering, yeah. yeah. They, they, they uh, it wasn't soldered correctly to the board, so when it heated up, it would disconnect. Really? That's why, would, yeah. if you you know you could if you you could fix it easy, but it it never should have happened. 
But we're not going to we're not going to bore y'all with our talk on games. Y'all going to do NFL before we wrap it up? And honestly, haven't really just I haven't been able to really watch. I'm glad my 49ers won though. Yeah, I, I wasn't able to watch this past weekend, but I did catch part of the um Saints and Packers. I knew what was going to happen. That's Aaron Rodgers. Longest the Cowboys keep losing. That's all the news we need. Yeah, that's buddy. It. It's crazy. And I, I live in DFW, so it's like when them Cowboys lose, I know it. It's real quiet in these <laughs> streets. I'm like, damn. And that's I know two teams got COVID, too, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Over, so I want to see how that's going to run. They talking about pushing the game back, but. Push it back my ass. I don't know some period. of them players going. I don't know. We're going to have to see. Yeah. It's how many players? I think it's six. I think it's the tech, the Titans and the Vikings, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So I don't know if it's three apiece or how many on each team, but. And I'm, I'm 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 pretty sure it's more than that. I about to say the numbers. You know they ain't telling the whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ain't giving the correct numbers. They're not giving the whole story. That's okay though. That's okay. We talked about what we really wanted to discuss today, and that was at the beginning. That was mental health and how it's impacted our lives, and how we're going to do better for ourselves and for each other. We hope you all listened and perhaps learned something. Maybe, as always. Let us know your thoughts on Instagram or contact us directly. We appreciate you listening. Tune in again next week. F4 out.